0: Welcome to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to the premier podcast for business owners ready to elevate their influence and impact in the industry. Have you ever wondered how digital marketing can revolutionize your business? Well, with two decades of experience empowering business leaders, consultants, and coaches, I understand the transformative power of digital marketing. Today, we're not just discussing strategies, we're crafting your digital legacy. In each episode, we'll dissect the trends, strategies, and insights that are shaping the future of marketing. You'll walk away with actionable knowledge to thrust your business forward and stories of local enterprises making a global impact. Are you ready to turn insights into action? Let's jump into today's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing and start shaping your legacy. I'm sitting down with my good friend today, and it's so fun that we actually have become friends because we met back in the days of Clubhouse. I feel like so many people that I became good friends with, we met on Clubhouse, but the reason why I love this person is because I don't do anything that this person does. And so she is my go-to for all things when it comes to short form video. Yes, for you regular listeners of the podcast, you know that short-form video is difficult for me. I am a little long-winded, which is why I have a podcast, but I'm sitting down with my good friend, Wave Wild. She is the queen of TikToks. You've seen her speak on stages like CEX, Social Media Marketing World. She has been everywhere. And now she's here with us on Rocky Mountain Marketing to talk a little short-form video coming all the way to us from Canada. Wave, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me back on the show. It's my pleasure to be here and I'm super excited to talk with your audience.
0: So Wave, you know, you are the queen of TikTok and it is no secret. I'm not even on TikTok. And when I released my book, which by the way, thank you for being the very first person to purchase The Social Shift. Thank you for being my what, one of my biggest, my first supporters. So thank you. But I sent you a message and I said, Hey, so what's this book talk thing? Is that like a separate app? And, and you're so nice. You're, you're like, Katie, you didn't say Katie. That's a really dumb question. So thank you for not saying that, but it's an entirely different like trend or vein of TikTok. And whenever I have questions, when it comes to TikTok and short form video, you are my go-to. So thank you for always answering my questions and not making me feel like I'm an idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure. I get all the questions. I would never shame anyone for asking a question. Yeah. I'm happy to answer them.
0: So Wave, you started back oh, man during the pandemic and you mm-hmm. really blew up on TikTok. And for a while you were the queen of trends. Like and I guess just for those who are not on TikTok, <laughs> just explain what that means because you really you you were the, the queen I, I of trends, still am, Ever something. I still yeah. am
1: the queen of See, trends. Come on. on. T- yes. Okay. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> well, this is one of my tiaras. Yes. So that's, well, because when I got on TikTok, I knew immediately like you need to stand out. It's a competition for attention. That's just the way that the For You page works. Whatever you can do, there's multiple ways that you can stand out. But what I wanted to do was create a brand and create something very memorable. So I started noticing the trends on the platform, not, you know, announcing trending sounds. There were a couple people who were like, use this trending sound, but I wanted to speak particularly to the trends and how to adapt them to business owners. I started announcing the trends that got me a lot of success, a lot of exposure. And then I created a brand around that. I created a catchphrase. I have my cheesy little tiaras. This one is my my dollar store one that I started out with <laughs> just to be a little silly and fun because that's a part of the app. So that's yeah how I started. And I still am known for that, for doing these trend alert videos and for being an expert in the TikTok culture side
0: of things. So wave, and and I want to just explain that the difference between a trend on TikTok versus a trend on on Instagram or Facebook. And I feel like my I'll be honest with you, my Instagram Reels feed is super boring because all it is a bunch of social media quote unquote experts saying use this trending audio now with a cat with this. And that's all it is. I'm like this is so boring. But what you're doing is very different.
1: It's different because I don't announce, just use a trending sound. First of all, I believe like a trending sound is not going to make you go viral. It is your content, right? I've always taught this content first approach. It's the message that you're communicating in your video and the way people resonate with it and engage with it is what determines your video performance, your success. I've never felt good about announcing trending sounds because I can't say like, use this trending sound and you'll go viral. It's. It, that's not how you go viral, right? You have to focus on the message. It's whatever you are doing or saying, or making people feel in your content. But with the trends, you can use them really strategically. I know we're getting a lot into trends and you want to interrupt me, but I just want to say you can use them really strategically. And so I. I do trends that you adapt and that you put your own spin on, you know, if, whether you're a doctor, a, a fitness coach, a real estate agent, you take that trending thing and then you make it your own. You put your own spin on it. That's what makes it interesting to watch.
0: Exactly. And uh, well, I want to interrupt you because I got really excited over what you said, because the <laughs> trending sounds... I feel like people think, "Oh, I'm going to use this trending sound, and it's going to make me go viral, and it's going to change my life forever." And that's mm-hmm. not what is going to change your business. These trending mm-hmm. audios, and sure, if, if, if there there are different like templates and trending you know audios you can use for your business, but one of the things that's really going to move the needle is how you stand out and what you say. How you can take this trending topic. And reframe it for you and your business. And I think it really comes down to saying the right things. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, it's hard for me to get to the point. And that's where for short form video, especially like even on Instagram, it's only 90 seconds. You've got to get in and get to the point and show what it is mm-hmm. that makes you and your business different while still staying in alignment for The way that people show up and consume content on that platform, like Uh, TikTok, the way that people show up on TikTok is very different than the way that they show up on Instagram. But when you have the right messaging, when you have the right way of showing up with, for your audience and, and positioning yourself, it's going to make people, it's going to make your content go viral. It's going to make people identify with you. It's going to help you build your community.
1: Absolutely. It is all about the message. And I get that people really struggle to keep things in a short timeframe. Now TikTok <laughs> is pushing the longer content. You don't have to be as short, you know, 15 seconds anymore, but you do need to be good at holding the attention or telling a story or being really clear and concise with that message. So I do focus that on what I teach is how to be more clear and concise and be, speak more effectively on camera.
0: All right. How can we get to the point and I guess keep that pattern interrupt for, to, to entice our audience to keep watching? Because like you just said, your videos don't need to be 15 seconds anymore. However, how are you going to keep them from just swiping up to get onto the next video?
1: Gosh, where should I start? One of them is, you know, really appealing to, I guess what I call hot topics or topical content, things that are really newsworthy, things that are happening in our world and relating to that because that works on any platform because people, that's what's in the news. That's what we all know what's going on. So it's of interest to people. I'm also 100% into scripting. I make all my students script. I believe in it. That's how we can look at the copy because honestly, scripting is just copywriting. It all comes back to copywriting. So if you are good at copywriting, you'll be good at short form video. But it just allows you to look at exactly what you're saying and tweak words, tweak the way you're saying things, how to be more concise, how to be more effective, where to give context, where not to give context, where to keep it short, how to keep them, what can I do, you know, halfway through the video, I call these mid hooks to entice them to keep watching. So scripting really helps with that as well.
0: Oh man. So if we decided that we wanted to to, to script our videos, what is there a, a good formula, again, for ensuring that it's short enough and that we're enticing people to continue watching? Do you have a, a set formula that you use for every short form video script? Yeah. I
1: actually have hundreds of formulas oh, that I teach <laughs> in my courses, <laughs> but they're for different styles of videos and everything. A very basic formula, which you might already know about is hook and then deliver educational info and then have a call to action. So that can work for educational content. but You don't, I wouldn't get too hung up on, on the formulas. The most important thing though, is the hook. You absolutely have to have a good juicy hook with your videos, because that's just the number one way to get people to stop scrolling and actually watch your video. So the hook is very important. I focus a lot on that. Again, I could go super in depth in, maybe that's another podcast, into hooks and all the different types of hooks and strategies and things you can do. But if you're gonna focus on anything with scripting, it's the hook.
0: Okay. So with these hooks, and I know you have a, a bunch of courses, you just had a new course come out. Is with these hooks, do you list out these are the like the top 50 hooks to use, or is it always just asking a question or is it like that unpopular opinion?
1: Asking a question that speaks to a pain point is a very common type of hook and is, is one of my go-tos. But... Another very popular type of hook on social media right now is what I call a bold statement. And it's where you just say something very bold and you're either using the words like stop, don't do this, stop making three second reels, (laughs) you know, something very bold, like making a claim as your hook. So it, you know, all comes down to, what is your goal with that video? Is it to attract more people? Is it to deliver value? Is it, are you promoting a certain product or offer? Yeah. take that into consideration with the hooks as well.
0: I'm just going to stop you on the hooks here. Yeah. Because you know, you said that all of these short form videos, you're scripting them out. And so I think that when you're doing this. You have to have a clear understanding of who the video is for, right? Mm -hmm. Because you said you have to know is this for engagement? Do I want, what's the purpose of this? Mm -hmm. So, if you know who you're talking to and what the goal is, does that change how you're scripting the video or is it always based on, let's see what happens from this?
1: When it comes to content creation in general, I'm trying to take a step back and I think, you know, when I get an idea, After I have had the idea, right, and I start to think, okay, how do I want to communicate this? I then think about a few different video formats. Do I want to do this in a talking head? Do I want to do it in a POV format? Do I want to do it as like a a character skit? You know, that's where one person plays multiple characters. Do I want to do it as a, a duet or remixing? I think So I think about the idea. And then the next thing is, I think about how do I want to communicate that? I personally do a lot of talking head videos. It's really easy and fast for me. It's also very popular on TikTok talking head videos. So it's my go-to and that's pretty much the most successful way. There's also the videos where you're showing multiple clips of B-roll and then just using text on screen to tell a story or communicate a message. So there's lots of different ways that you can communicate information through video. So I don't know if that answers your question. It's just my initial process for thinking about how to communicate a message. So once I know what video format, then I can go from there and again, think about what is the purpose of this video? Is it to educate, promote, and then write the script? And sometimes the hook comes first. Sometimes the script comes first. I think though we're talking about scripting. What's really important is. (laughs) Yes, we're scripting. That doesn't mean we're reading a teleprompter or talking like a robot. It is so important to show up like as yourself on camera and it's got to appear natural and like it's not scripted. There's the easiest way to do that. And this is pretty common is you cut up you know, all your video, right? You're not, I'm not talking straight for 45 seconds in one clip, but I break it down into sentences. I say one sentence and then I cut and I go to the next sentence. So it doesn't feel so scripted. And then the delivery, right? It's got to feel more casual and not like it's scripted to make it more natural. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like on a total tangent here. I love, I love this. This is something I I see on TikTok and something I will do as well. So when, if I'm have a video and I'm like, okay, my hook is I look, I'm looking at my script and I'm like, okay, TikTok mistakes you're saying in your bio. And then I'm like, okay, TikTok mistakes you're making in your bio. I say it, (laughs) but one thing I've noticed lately is It's good to move your eyes around camera. So it's very common when people are thinking about something, they look up, right? So sometimes I'll look a bit off camera. Like I'm thinking about what I'm saying. It appears more natural. These are all little things. Can you imagine we're doing these little things to make it look more authentic and more human and not rehearsed, although we are having a script because we're, we want to still be really clear in our message.
0: And I think that with scripting, we were talking a lot about scripting in this, but I think that you don't need to memorize, like you said, 45 seconds of <laughs> no
1: <way>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of a script. I, and that honestly, it sounds relieving to me because I was like, man, if I'm having a script, should I just do bullet points or am I actually writing the script or you know, is it just like key topics that I want to make sure I hit on? But if I'm just saying one sentence at a time, time. that's it.
1: Yeah, that's all I do. One sentence at a time. And again, trust me, I know there's people who are anti scripting, but I have seen it with clients and I go through and it's like a minute and a half video and I'm like, okay, at 30 seconds, you talked about this. And then at 50 seconds, you talked about it again. You don't need to talk about it again, like because you were rambling because you weren't using a script or maybe you had bullet points and you were just talking to the bullet points. So Again, this is why scripting is so good, because you can look at everything you're saying and you're not being repetitive in one video and you're not rambling on a tangent. It's so effective.
0: If you do have a longer video and you're scripting for it, you've got all these things, you know, the hook, the education and the call to action, and you're just doing one sentence at a time, then it, the pattern interrupt of every single sentence should keep people there, right? Because you're stopping the video. Mm-hmm
1: yeah absolutely that is the whole point of that because it can be really difficult to just watch one clip of a person talking for 45 seconds delivering educational information i do sometimes see these videos of someone talking for a straight 45 seconds telling a story but it's usually something that's just happened to them they're very passionate and excited and they're retelling something that just happened like their experience that they just had in starbucks that type of thing, but yes, you definitely want to cut up for those pattern interrupts and and switch it up and switch up your position. Sometimes you're a little closer to the camera. Sometimes you're further back. Uh, you can be hand holding, moving it just ever so slightly to keep that kind of I want to say I don't even think it's a word. Dy- dynamicity. <laughs> keep it dynamic. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, as you know, you've said story a number of times here, mm-hmm. and. Let's talk about the importance of storytelling in short form video and not just showing up and saying, this is the best way to post your TikTok and this is how mm-hmm. to find trending audio. What, why is storytelling in these short form videos so important? Because
1: just like every other type of media, our brains are wired for stories, whether it's podcasts, movies, books, like our human brains, we crave stories. Uh, it's just how we are built so it works for short form videos as well so that's just very I think essential and, and kind of foundational
0: so how can we bring because I know like for me and, and you and I have actually talked about this in person we're actually both pretty kind of shy people in real life like Yeah, on social media it's so. a little different <laughs> uh, like it it's for me like i'm a extroverted introvert like i turn it on when i need to but i love just going and sitting in my hotel room at the end of a conference Mm -hmm. but for me just to show up and share this is what okay good example me sharing like kind of the headache mess of getting my book launched but i felt like pretty i was like god i don't know if i want to tell this whole story like it's out let's just get it out there and just move on but A number of people said, man, this is gonna be a great story one day. I can't wait to see the social media posts. This is gonna be great content. (laughs) Like for me, I'm like, Oh, God, I don't know if I even really want to revisit that who's gonna care.
1: People care because they don't want to hear about the perfect launch. They nobody that's so over, right? We know that that culture, it still exists a bit on reels, you know, the aesthetic looks and, you know, people showing up as very perfect and whatever, full hair, makeup in this beautiful location, but people, they crave more real experiences and they relate to that. So they want to feel like they relate to people rather than trying to be like oh this was that person they do all these things and they went all these places and they're beautiful and you know looking up we want to relate to people instead so that's where the storytelling is really powerful so if you were to come on and talk about yeah talk about some of your failures people are going to be interested in that because you're being vulnerable and you're being real and they relate to you and see you as someone that is human and that they can trust because none of us are <laughs> perfect. We're making mistakes all the time. Yeah. that is where the power of storytelling is relating to other people, letting other people feel like they have something in common with you that makes them feel more connected. That connection is what drives that community and that loyalty and sales down the road. Hopefully when people they fall in love with you, like I I sometimes say you got to make people fall in love with you on social media, because then they want to watch all your content and engage with you. And then they want to support you and they like you and they feel like they have something in common with you. It just goes back to that whole no like trust factor.
0: I one thousand mm-hmm. percent agree, and, and maybe someday I will start sharing the story of the nearly failed book launch. Please. But um, I swear, I know my, that- <laughs> when I talk about
1: failures, those videos do the best; <laughs> they perform the best. They
0: do. Well, I, I know that this is probably something that you get into in your new course. So your new course for people who are listening is about storytelling and short form video, mm-hmm. and you know the importance of scripting and, and basically what we've been talking about in today's episode. So how? A lot of times we think our stories are no big deal. Uh, yeah, I did this, whatever. No joke, wave. I didn't tell people that I helped bands with their MySpace pages because I was embarrassed about it. And it wasn't until I was on Clubhouse and I said something in passing and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just and said I that. And I read
1: about it in your but book. But people were like, whoa, whoa. I know, I was like, what?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where the story, wait a second. She helped these bands with their MySpace pages. And I was like, yeah, because I got free backstage passes to any concert I wanted to go to. It was a college girl's dream. But this is where, like, that's a connection piece. So how do we find the stories? Like, how do you pull them out so that you can share them quickly and connectingly? with your audience.
1: There's a lot of different ways to do that. In some of the modules, I break down different types of already popular formats for storytelling. So one of them is, for example, one of them is vlogs, right? Vlogs are essentially storytelling. Now in your situation for telling that story, you wouldn't do that in a vlog because vlogs cover more of, you know, behind the scenes of something that's going on like a day in the life or you know, visiting a location, a travel vlog, that type of thing. But there are other ways. There's also other stories like introduction posts in your origin story. This one, I would consider more of one of these personal, relatable stories. So the way I would tell that one is probably through some B-roll and voiceover. You know, something like a lot of people didn't know I you know, worked with so-and-so, I forget his name, to my space, blah, 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 blah. or that I did this thing. Um, and then maybe talk a little bit more as a social media expert, blah, blah, blah. This is what I've learned. So it's, you want to tie, whatever your story is, you do want to tie it into your business a little bit and think about your mission. So for every personal brand or business, I hope you have a mission or you have values that you align with so that you can take those stories and wrap that up with your mission. So an example of that is like, say you're a product based business and you're like, I don't don't know how to tell stories. For one thing, you can always tell customer stories and about interactions with customers. But For sharing a personal experience, think about how does it tie back to your mission? If you're a small business that sells a product, you make this product, and you really value promoting other small businesses, you can share a story about an interaction you had with another small business owner, whether it was good or bad, or a Mm -hmm. conversation you had, or something you realized from a conversation you had. Those are all stories as well. I hope that helps and makes sense.
0: (laughs) No it does. No it really does and I'm sure that you get into all of the nuts and bolts of this and in, in the course. But I feel that sharing our stories and our relationships and our experiences that's in and you're you know you're saying scripting your short form video but all of this requires us to show up. It requires the human to be there. And with this 2023, we saw AI mm-hmm. just completely take over and so much of our content. And I can tell from a mile away, a chat GPT written <laughs> caption on, yeah. on Facebook. It's attention entrepreneurs yeah. with the megaphone, you know? <laughs> the emojis, so, yeah. But with all of this, yeah, <laughs> the emojis. Huh? Uh, they've ruined emojis for me forever. But what you're saying is a way for us to show the human on social media. And I think that in this world of AI, that's going to be the important thing. That's going to be the thing that's going to build that connection. That's going to build that, you know, community on online Mm -hmm. and show you and your audience, Hey, I've lived these things. And these are things that a computer can't make up. Now, can you take your idea of the story and kind of maybe find a better call to action or maybe a better hook? Sure. But Wait, this is something we were talking about before I hit record. There's even digital clones that yes. you can use, but you were saying, you're like, yeah, I've tried it, but like my head didn't move really that the way it normally does. And you can still tell when it's not the yes. human that's showing yeah. up.
1: Okay, so I have a story. I'll tell a story. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a similar question a few weeks ago. So I created this GPT in Chat GPT, and it's a viral. Hook writer, so it helps you write hooks for your videos. And I had someone um, message me and say, "Can I use this to tell a story?" I was like, "No, this is a GPT just for viral hook writers." But can I use Chat GPT to tell a story? And I said, "You know, Chat GPT doesn't know your personal experiences unless you tell them. So you would have to input everything, <laughs> and then perhaps with some tweaking, you could write a story. But when we actually work together." on some stories one-on-one, we did actually use ChatGPT to help fill in some blanks. So we wrote out a rough script and then we were stuck with how we wanted to wrap it up. Now, a lot of times when you do wrap up a story, I try to leave it on what I call an inspirational note or like some sort of words of wisdom or something that makes people feel good. But we were still stuck on how to wrap up the story of where she came up with her business name and how it was influenced by her father and inspired by her father who passed. And anyways, we inputted the story into ChatGPT and I said, can you just write one final sentence that wraps this all up? And it worked. We were actually quite surprised with how well that worked. So you can definitely use ChatGPT to fill in some blanks. Now we did tweak it. You should always tweak it. There was a few cheesy, we used it a couple times and a few other stories and it was starting to get really cheesy. (laughs) And we're like, Oh, this is very sappy, like a Hallmark movie. Let's tweak this a little bit. (laughs) So there was some tweaking, um, but it was surprising how well it did actually work to fill in those blanks. I have not experimented with, you know, putting in the whole story and getting it work on that that would be interesting to see but yeah
0: with with all of this use these robots Mm -hmm. as you know assistants as helpers not as replacers and the stories that you have are something that only you Mm -hmm. have and that's putting them out there into the world is you never know how it's going to help someone or how it's going to make somebody connect with you from scripting you know we briefly touched on ai but really getting out there and sharing your stories. And there's an, like you said, in your course, there's a number of different ways to share it. I didn't even think about B-roll. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about the talking head ones, but all of the, you <laughs> laid out a whole bunch of them really yeah. quickly there. So in your, so I guess in your course, if people, okay. So if people want to get their, your course, cause they say, you know what? I'm like Katie and my short form videos aren't the best and they should be better in 2024. I want to, they're not going anywhere. I've been putting it off long enough. They're not going anywhere. Short form video is one of my focuses for 2024. Where should they get your course? Because obviously whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, They got to be doing short form. Yes.
1: First of all, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at wave wild, just my name. I will have more information there. You'll find that whether that's through the content or my link in bio, that's probably the best way to find it or by joining uh, my email list, which, you know, you'll also find on social media, really. But (laughs) one really important thing I do want to say before we wrap up is that. TikTok particularly reported in its What's Next report of trends for 2024 that storytelling is going to be huge. Now, I already think it's pretty huge on TikTok. And one of the reasons why is because they're pushing longer form content. There's even a rumor that videos can go up to 30 minutes, which is insane. 30 minutes, but right now they have up to 10 minutes. Now we know on Reels, it's only 90 seconds. I would say, you know, the most popular video length for storytelling on TikTok is between one to two minutes. I sometimes see like a seven minute video that's viral and that tells a story, but most of the time, anywhere from one to maybe three minutes for storytelling. Most of the things that I teach in my course are around one to two minutes telling a story. Now, um, again, TikTok is pushing that longer content to compete with YouTube. So this is why it's so important right now to master storytelling. Uh, And if it's going to dominate on TikTok, it will already be popular on uh, Instagram Reels as well.
0: Yeah. And I think that too, you know, I heard this on another podcast on the This Old Marketing podcast a couple weeks ago. TikTok now it's basically Netflix. Mm. It really is. It's a free Netflix account uh, because you can go in and you're hearing other people's stories. You're being entertained. You're learn And these videos, like you said, whether it's one to two minutes or seven minutes or maybe up to 30, mm-hmm. people are showing up and they're ready to devote 90 minutes of their time basically to the yes. app. So yeah. you have to be, sh- and you sharing your story, not just you dancing and pointing and doing the, the story what's going to move. That's so old.
1: So out of date. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it is it's so dated, is. and but like the stories are what are going to move the needle for your Absolutely. business, and
1: you can use stories
0: one thousand percent. Use
1: stories at all stages of your marketing funnel. You can use stories to attract your target audience. You can use stories to create community and nurture, and you can use stories to promote your offers and products. That's another thing I, I love just about storytelling. And thinking about it more strategically
0: like that wave i i love every opportunity i have to sit down and talk with you on rocky mountain marketing and you know we gotta look at our schedules here for 2024 and see what conferences we can meet up at Absolutely. again because you are my conference bestie and yeah it's i've got I'm just starting to plan out all of the different conferences for this year so we got to yeah. try and at least hit up one I together Follow Wave on TikTok, on Instagram. You know She's the queen of trends on TikTok. Like I said, she's my go-to source for all things TikTok. And storytelling is, like she said, it's going to be the, the number one trend, the number one thing that we see more of on these social media platforms. So check out her course, connect with her. Wave, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I hope you're leaving with valuable insights and the inspiration to lead your market. If you've enjoyed our time together and found today's podcast episode useful, I have a small favor to ask of you. Please hit that subscribe button to stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you know someone who could benefit from these episodes, maybe a fellow business leader or an aspiring entrepreneur, go ahead and share this episode with them. Let's spread the knowledge and grow together. Also, I'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation beyond the podcast. Visit me at katiebrinkley.com to connect, to find more resources or just to share your journey. And be sure to pick up your copy of my new book, The Social Shift at katiebrinkley.com book. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Katie Brinkley, and I can't wait to dive into more strategies and stories with you on the next episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Let's keep on taking your marketing to new heights.